0: three, two, one, and we're back. It is February the 3rd. Uh, Sorry, you guys caught us midstream talking about Zoe. I was just uh, telling Julie about a conversation I had with Zoe this morning that I still can't stop laughing about (laughs) that is a little off color, so I won't share on our podcast. But this is Real Estate Coaching Radio. It is. The nation's number one listened to daily podcast for real estate agents. And um, I always like to show as much gratitude and appreciation as I can Um, Thank you for all of you who continue to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in the United States. We've been receiving more um, accolades from uh, just, you know, most recently from uh, Motley Fool said we're one of the best real estate podcasts. Uh, The only one that was, they suggested more than ours was the podcast from National Association of Realtors, which, okay, fine. You know, (laughs)
1: we'll
0: take it. it. And uh, just all these other nice things that are happening. And I want to always uh, make sure that we're showing... um, a lot of gratitude towards those of you who are listening to us internationally. It's really amazing for us to be able to learn more about your markets uh, because as we see, we're getting listening, listeners from Angola and, you know, Zimbabwe and over the Middle East and you know, places in China and just all these different places. Like one or two listens is sort of an aberration. But when we start seeing people listen in the dozens and then the hundreds, it's obviously um, – it's obviously resonating with a lot of people. So we love the fact that we are able to say things in such a way that I think really cut through the Mickey mouse, what it takes to be successful in real estate. It maybe just in small business in general. And there certainly is a lot of noise out there. And a lot of you guys find us after having been caught in the storm of noise and we appreciate that you appreciate us for giving you some clarity in your business. Um, so, Julie, before we get to the big breaking news story, yes. this article, actually, ironically enough, from The Motley Fool, anything you'd yeah. like to say to these guys from your coaching calls today?
1: I, You know, I think that we're actually covering a lot more ground with our new format for our premier coaching clients. Mm-hmm. Um, the pace is a bit faster. And, you know, it's interesting because these are live calls. You never really know. Uh, you know, it's live. You don't know what questions you're going to get. Sometimes it's all complicated negotiating strategies and you know, that kind of thing. And other times, it's very um, educational, contextual. Well, Today yeah. was all about FHA, which was very you preaching to
0: the choir again, right? Yeah. So these are podcast listeners, and not all yeah. of them know what you're talking about. So it's part of our premier yeah. coaching, uh, you have a daily semi-private coaching call on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Julie does that. So you can – it's a Facebook live event. It's on our private – a private members page and it's a huge success. People love it. It's a great way for the community to just uh, hang out with each other, ask questions um, and get all the toughest real estate questions answered. One of the things um, Julie and I, or I'll attend in the audience when Julie's doing this and I'll just read the questions. And the thing that's really fascinating is how, to Julie's point, how much more ground is being covered because of the fact that a lot of times that other students are, you know, students are helping each other. Yeah. And we have questions being answered while there's other questions that are being uh, asked of Julie. It's really amazing how just after doing that for maybe a month or two, how dynamic it's become. It's exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh,
1: But, it, you know, it, it is a great insight to see what's going on in the market and what they most need help with. Um, and even agents that have done a ton of deals, you know, maybe they, like today, we did a lot about FHA You could have done 50 deals and never seen FHA.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know,
1: so it's pretty interesting. And uh, it's always a pleasure to be there.
0: We had a lot of great feedback from the podcast we did yesterday where Mm -hmm. we're talking about... um, whatever looming distressed real estate there might be out there. If you guys didn't listen to that, make sure you go back and listen to that. Um, again, it's something that you need to be aware of. I don't think you necessarily need to be worried about. And for those of you who have never experienced distressed real estate before and those of you who have been in the real estate distressed markets before, it's just yesterday was just essentially a shot over the bow to prepare you for what's probably going to be happening next. So listen to the show. We've laid out the framework for uh, you to essentially cover your bases in, in the event that the markets were to start turning quicker because everything, if it does start to come unraveled, it won't be like it was back in 07 and 08. And uh, this time around, there's no doubt that the government intervention is going to certainly stop any sort of a perilous drop in housing prices. So today we're talking about something that is probably going to make a minority of you, but certainly some of you, uncomfortable. And that's okay, because you need to hear it anyway. There was an article that came out today from The Motley Fool, and the article's title was Who is the Amazon of real estate? mark, And it said, hint, it's not Zillow. So there's no way to express to you what this article conveys other than just to basically read it. And Julie, when you are reading it, make mm-hmm. sure you skip some of the more analytical stuff with regards to, you know, yeah. the you, stock you values and whatnot. Yeah, you can interrupt me if I go down the Right. Path. And I want to start out by reminding all of you, Julie and I are not stock traders, stock advisors, nope. financial investors, financial advisors, and, and whatnot. This is just an article that's addressing something that caught my eye because it is something that all of you need to be aware of and that Amazon obviously is the you know essentially the biggest retailer in the world and for a the financial markets start to see a real estate company as essentially equivalent in terms of the effect that it'll have on consumer behavior is something all of you must be paying attention to. It's what Julie and I have been talking about with you guys for the last two years that eXp Realty is going to be the macro trend, the mega trend, that everyone's going to be wishing they would have focused on uh, you know, years ago because the the eXp business model is something that's so compelling – that agents around the country, no matter what their price range or what their market is, they're definitely asking questions about it. If you don't believe me, get ready to listen to what this Mm -hmm. article has to say. And some of the stuff about the revenue is incredible. I didn't even realize how, for example, the different ways that Zillow reports their revenue versus EXP reports its revenue. When Julie gets to that section... it's interesting. it is interesting because it makes you like, when I was when I was reading the article originally, I was thinking, how the hell can two companies be, uh, one? You know, both of them real estate companies, how can one company essentially claim their revenue is this, Zillow, and then another company says their real is uh, Zillow is that, EXP, and EXP is just basing on real revenue, which is the, the money from commissions, commissions and yeah. Zillow is including the value of the houses being sold. I don't even understand. And the value how,
1: of the houses they still own, not right, even sold yet.
0: Right. I don't even understand how that's, it, it's actually all transactions including including the gross value yeah. of the houses okay. and the commissions. I can't even remotely understand why uh, that is a, how those two things to be used is for valuing a company. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in a second. Before we do, I want to remind all of you, it's not too late for you to download your 2021 real estate business plan. Just Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Text text 2021 to 855-685-1045. And when you do, we'll text you back the Real Estate Treasure Map, which will allow you uh, instant access to the Treasure Map, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, your 12-month lead generation guide, and a lot of other books that you need to build out your 2021 business plan. Do not delay. Frankly, you should have had this done already, but it's not too late. So text 2021 to So, Jules,
1: yes, you have a lot G. of reading to Very do. Very interesting stuff here. So pay attention, guys. The title of the article, Who is the Amazon of Real Estate? Amazon, of course, is the king of internet retail, but internet retail is a vast opportunity. And in some sectors, Amazon isn't competing at all. For instance, housing and automobiles are two huge sectors of the retail economy, and Amazon is not a factor with that. Will the internet radically shift how we buy and sell homes? Of course. But the trick is to figure out which company is going to win this race. Who is going to be the Amazon of real estate? Maybe it's Zillow or Opendoor. The company's leading the iBuyer revolution. Or maybe it's Redfin, another company that's trying to shift the real estate market online. But I'm seeing a winner, and it's none of those companies. The company that's actually winning by leaps and bounds is EXP World Holdings.
0: All right, so we're going to move on past their pictures and their graphics. You can skip this section right here. they get to that in a second. Uh,
1: Okay, don't believe me? Well, let's look at some of the revenue growth rates. If you want to call yourself the Amazon of anything, you'd better have massive revenue growth. I expect a high percentage of growth like what Carvana does in automobiles or what Sea Limited does in Southeast Asia. I'd like to see triple-digit percentage growth. Here's what Zillow, Redfin, and EXP World are doing in virtual real estate sales.
0: Okay, so now I'm going to read you guys these numbers, and then I'm going to I'm going to have to clarify it because some of this is confusing. Don't be confused um, by the importance of what I'm about to share with you. So quarter, third quarter revenue for 2019 – third quarter revenue, which Zillow, again, I foreshadowed this a second ago, is including all the value of all the houses they've sold. Let me just make break that into real estate terms. So when you hear a real estate agent saying they sold $10 million of the houses, they may have sold $10 million of the houses, but their actual revenue was the commission that came off the $10 million of houses, right? So whatever their commission was of 10 million was what their real revenue was. So if it was a, you know, say it's a, uh, who knows what their commission was? Say it was a six you percent know, or five percent or four percent. It's that percent of the ten million dollars. You understand this, it right? It's not listeners? the
1: ten million plus the six percent.
0: It's not the ten million, right? So what Zillow is doing is Zillow. Actually, Julie, I said it wrong before. It's yeah. that's the value of the houses they've sold, not commission. Okay, gotcha. All right. So what Zillow is doing is they're counting the value of the houses being sold in 2019 third quarter of 745 million, and the value of the homes. And they're calling this revenue the value of the homes they sold in 2020 uh 20 it's 657 million revenue growth was 11 million now when, again, I want again it's really important you understand this they are talking about the total value of the homes they sold not the commissions exactly. that they earned yeah i said 11% you said, didn't i you said might oh revenue yeah, growth and was the 11% first parentheses
1: means it's down look that was going down
0: yeah exactly Yeah. all right so redfin oh everyone talks about redfin being the big you know grill on hmm. on the on the scene It turned out that's not quite true. So Redfin, third quarter revenue. Now, I'm going to assume Redfin is actually using real numbers. I'm going to assume that they're using uh, commissions, unlike Zillow, which was using the value of the real estate sold. I could be wrong, but I I bet you Redfin is using real numbers, where Zillow is using I don't know what you want to call it. It's re- It must be real enough that the financial markets are willing yeah. to accept that as a true revenue statement. So, Redfin, again, third quarter of 2019, 239 million. Third quarter of 2020 is 237 million. Well, that would be down seven tenths percent. So, that's not good, right? Yeah. That's now, not good. here we go. Ready for this, listeners? EXP World Holdings, ticker symbol on NASDAQ is EXPI. To, uh, August, I'm sorry, uh, you could tell Julian. and I, you aren't used to talking <laughs> about this stuff on our podcast. Third quarter revenue 2019, 282 million. You ready for this one? Third quarter revenue 2020, 564 million. Wow. Up 99.9%. You know what? Why couldn't we have what, just rounded Why, are you why it? What <laughs> the hell? EXP, you yeah. dropped the ball. You should have gotten 100%. So but remember, that's commissions. That's That's not what Zillow was doing, which is kind of, in my opinion, fudging their numbers. You know when a real when we take on a real estate agent's team or a broker, or even an individual yeah. in our coaching business, and they always tell us about their top line gross revenue, you know, of the homes sold, and they never, and ninety nine percent of the time, yeah. they won't know the rest of their numbers. And the rest of the numbers are what you pay your bills with. The top line number is almost completely irrelevant. It's what you actually net that makes the biggest difference. Now that dramatic outperformance, there's no way to I buy shares in Zillow. This guy goes on to say, currently valued at thirty billion. Now here Here's that, that's an important number. I don't know if you caught that, Jules. Yes. So Zillow basically has a third quarter revenue. Remember, that's the total value of the homes they sold, not the commissions they earned, of six hundred and fifty-seven million. I suppose that I'm sure that also includes the money they make selling you guys buyer leads. Why you're buying buyer leads, I'll never understand. But Zillow is currently valued at thirty billion. All right. When the company's revenue is going in the wrong direction, I'd much rather have a piece of the seven billion dollar exp world. What about Open Door, the name, the original name of the iBuyer space? Um, uh, are its sales uh, uh, dramatically spiking? No, they're not. Open Door recently went public after a merger with SPAC uh, late last year. While it hasn't broken out quarterly numbers yet, its numbers from the first half of the year are also negative. Revenue actually dropped from 2.2 billion to 1.9 billion. Now, what they're trying to imply here, and again, Jules are not, Jill and I are not financial folks, but we're just passing this along is that you're seeing these companies being valued. Uh, and, and this is someone actually comparing one to the other. And we're seeing that, in essence, those other companies, in particular Redfin, well, now he's mentioning Door and Zillow, are having valuations are, that are higher than EXP, despite the fact that EXP is obviously producing more genuine revenue and, by the way, more actual profit than those companies are. And the
1: growth is way positive versus basically
0: negative on the other one right and what he and what he is implying in this article if i'm reading this correctly is that that i'm sorry exp right now is presently undervalued yeah. if you were to value uh, exp at the same formula that you're valuing zillow for then the exp would be worth significantly more than what it's currently valued at thus the reason that well probably one of the many reasons that exp the stock is on a tear right now the stock um again we're not stock picking experts here but in the last two years it's gone from like six dollars $6.30, $6.50, and yesterday it closed at over $120 a share. So you can read the next one.
1: Yes. Yeah, so why is eXp World winning? One important distinction is the difference in the business models. EXP World is not trying to reinvent the wheel. Unlike Zillow and Opendoor, this company does not own any properties. As a matter of fact, this distinction in the business model can lead to investor confusion. Oh, here we go. You might think Zillow, with its $745 million in revenue, is much bigger than EXP World, but you'd be wrong. The accounting of Zillow's revenue numbers includes the value of the houses the company owns and then sells. EXP World's numbers are based purely on commissions it makes. Exp sold over twenty-three billion dollars worth of houses what? in the most recent quarter, dwarfing Zillow.
0: Now think about that. What you just read. So if Crazy. they were, to, if we were to use the same way that yeah. Zillow values themselves, it, the same essentially, you know, matrix mm-hmm. and using the actual revenue based on the sale prices of the houses, and if you were to apply that to Exp, they, they're saying right here, the Exp sold over twenty-three billion dollars worth of the houses in the most recent quarter.
1: Yeah, and Zillow was seven hundred and forty-five million. And they made their quasi revenue. Isn't that incredible it to is incredible. think about? Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. There you go. Keep going. All
1: right. It's important you guys understand all of this. Um, you know, I, I think it's amazing. This is kind of a big deal. Anybody can have triple digit percentage revenue growth if they're growing off of a tiny base. But EXP World is a significantly larger operation than Zillow already. And instead of catching up in house sales, Zillow is following behind. Consider, too, how much risk there is in the iBuyer stocks. What these companies are suggesting is that you can cut out the middleman. That's some of our previous podcasts we talked about. Yep. The promise of the iBuyers is you can sell your own house quickly and easily. While that's great news for consumers, it's a tremendous risk for investors. If the real estate market sinks or crashes, the iBuyer companies, the i-buyer companies can get stuck holding onto a lot of real estate. One of the protagonists in the big short, Steve Eisman, shorted Zillow for that very reason. Okay. While it's possible that the entire real estate market will shift and everybody will sell their own home to Zillow and Open Door and the rest of the iBuyer universe, it's also possible that real estate agents will remain highly relevant. What if Eisman is right and selling real estate is a local business with many factors that are hard to quantify on a computer? What if speed is not the most important issue for you and you'd rather get top dollar?
0: So the, here's where we're going with this. And obviously, this article doesn't talk much about the fact, at least I don't think it does, talking about the fact that uh, that EXP actually, oh, it does. Yeah. It, okay, well, go ahead. It's I'm sorry. Awesome I didn't article. mean to interrupt That's you. okay. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Uh, it goes on to say, Realtors are rocking at EXP World. While the iBuyer companies. Believe that realtors will be made irrelevant. EXP World has the completely opposite focus. It has built its inter- internet platform from the ground to help realtors sell houses. EXP World and now has over 30, I think it's even more than that, isn't it? 40, yeah, yeah, 000, over 40,000 40, like 42,
0: 42 th- or 43,000 real yeah. estate agents on its platform. Yep.
1: Yep. It's a virtual real estate office, so they have no brick and mortar operations. Keep going. Okay. You can skip this yeah, part. Well, no,
0: we shouldn't skip any of it.
1: Yeah, some of them are. I'll read it. Agents at
0: Agents EXP World are on an 80-20 split until they pay in a $16,000 cap to the brokerage every year. After they pay in the $16,000 cap to the brokerage, uh, the agent keeps 100% of commissions for the rest of the year. The difference from all the other agencies is that the, uh, commis- that take That's commission different. on every sale. Yeah. In other words, they're saying basically EXP has a cap. There's other companies that have caps as well, but most companies have a higher cap than 16 grand. And I'll tell you um, something interesting also about eXp. It's a $16,000 cap no matter where your market is. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these mm-hmm. other companies, if the higher, if the sale price is higher and you're selling in some yeah. posh area,
1: they make the cap higher. You're
0: right. I've had agents I've talked to whose caps are 50, 60,000 a year, wow. right? And yeah. EXP in that same market, their cap's going to be 16 grand. Well, look at a commercial agents, for example, mm-hmm. commercial agents are almost always on a fifty-fifty split forever at EXP, your commercial agent, uh, EXP has a commercial agency, right? And your cap is 20 grand a year. So in every case, agents are going to uh, save a lot of money, even if they're at a a company where the commission split might be less, eXp has a lot of other advantages that they're going to get to, as Julia is about to read.
1: Yeah, so I, I just felt the earth shift with the commercial agents perking up going, you mean after that cap, they go to 100% too, right? Jules,
0: I have had personally, Mm because Julie and I are with eXp, and if you guys want to talk about joining Julie and I's eXp team, please just uh, text me directly at 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. But I've had numerous commercial agents that have joined um, our group and joined eXp where they will save hundreds of thousands of dollars yes. moving over to eXp. Hundreds of thousands. I've had individual agents. The biggest one I had was an individual agent who in one, his first year at eXp, he did increase the sales slightly, but the amount of money he would have paid to his broker uh, versus you know, his old broker versus you know what he paid to eXp was over 350 grand. That's, That's an individual agent. Yeah. Yeah, that's one way to
1: make your product profit. And he Isn't bought it? a lake
0: house, by the way. Yeah, there you go. He did. He paid cash for it too. <laughs> that's amazing. With the savings.
1: Awesome. Okay. Also, if an agent brings other agents to the company, that recruiting agent gets three and a half percent of their future commissions up to the sixteen thousand dollar cap is hit. So a lot of agents are recruiting other agents to join EXP World, and it helps the company retain agents because you have to stay in order to collect on the passive re- revenue streams. This is perhaps why EXP World is rocking it right now. And Redfin is not. They have superior compensation structure for top agents, and in general, there's far better execution at EXP World. The company has introduced express offers to compete with the iBuyers. buyers. If you want to sell your house quickly, an agent will help you feel, field multiple bids from institutional buyers for your house right away. So EXP World does not have to take the ownership risk, and, and this shows that that's huge. You know, the the comparison was the the iBuyer companies, right? Like right. Zillow and Open Door. Well, EXP is having its cake and eating it too. Well, we talked about I this mean, on past podcasts. Yeah, I know. It's a if awesome. you're an
0: agent, this is the reason this is so important, guys. If you're an agent and you want to be relevant in the industry, um, you know, next year, let alone six months from now, you're going to have to have an iBuyer uh, widget in your toolbox when you go to talk to sellers. Because Zillow and all these other companies, they're definitely going to put the thought in the head of your all your sellers, even your centers of influence and past clients, that they don't necessarily have to take the traditional route to selling a house. And if you don't have an iBuyer option to present to your clients, even if they don't take it, you're going to be obsolete. Not appear obsolete. You're going to be obsolete. When you're an agent at eXp, you can actually have access to eXp's express offers program and you can have your own I buyer program that way when you go out to talk to sellers you'll have the exact same tools to offer your clients that um, you know that the I buyers do in some of these markets like Vegas and whatnot uh, you the agents there you guys know what I'm talking about the I buyer ads are fierce and if you're not with the how are you going to compete with those companies you're just gonna keep on saying well mr. seller you don't want to have to take a lower price they're gonna just offer you wholesale I can news for you guys a lot of sellers are going to want to take a wholesale price cuz they're going to want to save the hassle or maybe they inherited the property or maybe you know ease of sale takes priority over the amount of money that they're going to receive in their proceeds check. There's a lot of reasons that sellers will take less than retail for the house and you have to be ready to offer that have that as an option or you won't get the lead. But here's the other thing, really smart agents, you're using really smart EXP agents frankly, are using the Express Offers widget to attract sellers and then they of course will offer the seller the uh, easy sell through the express offers the seller will say Well, that's an option. What other options do you have for me? And then the agent then pivots and uh, lists the house as a traditional listing with the plan B always being the express offers sitting in the shadows in the event that the seller changes their motivation once it's sold faster. Not a real problem in a market like this, but you guys can see in a transitioning market how having an iBuyer back you up is going to be something you must have if you want to be relevant in getting listings. And those of you who are still buying buyer leads, you don't have to buy buyer leads anymore if you have tools like this because you're going to have an unfair advantage in the market marketplace going after sellers
1: that's right and exp world has also acquired verbella a virtual world platform that helps people sell houses online this is another similarity with Amazon the company has a lot of optionality now exp world is talking about competing with zoom video communications and virtual meetings so if you want to invest in the Amazon of real estate I'd suggest taking a look at exp world again that's expi Uh, at a market cap of 7 billion the upside potential is amazing
0: Oh, uh, what should you?
1: order? No, that's
0: that's. The oh, that's an ad. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that rest <laughs> is an ad. Well, there you go. So this is something I think all of you need to be aware of. It's sort of it's interesting to me to see the financial markets wake up to a huge opportunity. Uh, being an EXP, or frankly, in this uh, author's perspective, buying EXP stock, EXPI. But the greatest opportunity is definitely for agents because when you're an agent at EXP, not only do you most likely have a better commission split, but you're almost certainly going to profit from the revenue share and you're going to profit from the various ways that you can receive a stock and stock awards, buying the stock at a discount. There are many, many agents right now that are experiencing more financial abundance in their lives than they frankly would have ever been able to had it not been for the genius behind eXp Realty. You need to take this seriously. If there's one thing that can have the most impact on your business this year, aside from becoming a listing agent, frankly, Mm -hmm. it's going to be becoming an eXp agent. The benefits to you won't just be immediate in terms of sales, saving money from what you would otherwise would have paid your broker, but it'll be long term in the form of the revenue share and the stock benefits that you'll get. Guys, take this seriously. you many of you have been listening to Julie and I in this podcast for years. You know we intentionally stayed broker agnostic for years and until about two years ago when we couldn't anymore. Because we finally realized that by not telling you about eXp Realty was essentially us being out of integrity with what our, our commitment was to all of you and all of our coaching clients, which is always doing what's best for you, always telling you what we thought was the absolute truth and always doing what we knew would be the absolute best thing for you to do and you know, coaching you in that direction. Um, and even telling you things sometimes you didn't want to hear when you didn't want to hear it at whatever level you were willing to listen to us say it. And I'm promising you now that eXp Realty is something that every single one of you should be taking a hard look at. It does not matter what your price range is, what your market is, whether you're a new agent. Wait, the, the benefits to new agents are extraordinary. You've got a mentor program, all kinds of added benefits. The COVID, if nothing else, has proven that bricks and mortar locations are not necessary from the perspective of consumers and obviously not necessary from the perspective of agents. EXP is going to continue to be one of the fastest growing, if not the fastest growing real residential real estate company in the history of real estate companies. And based on their international growth, with this article didn't even touch on, mm-hmm. you're going to see EXP Realty all over the world. I think I'll have to check, but I think EXP is now in 15 different countries right. or nine different countries. I know they just opened up Puerto Rico last yeah. month. The- yeah. Puerto Rico is not really technically a country. I kinda know. is. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it depends on who you talk. Yeah, and we sponsored an agent here, actually a yeah. couple agents in Puerto Rico. So this is something EXP is one of those things like and I, I tell this to people when I'm talking to them, when they call when they text me and they're, you know, asking questions about EXP. And I used to basically edit this by saying, you know, asking, just knowing what their age was, right? So if they're like in their 40s and their 50s and their 60s and maybe like mid-30s, I, I felt comfortable saying this, And but now I, I know it's true for everyone. And this is what I'll say. Um, if When you guys call me or text me about EXP at 512-758-0206, here's what I'll tell you. And you can hold me accountable to saying this to you because I will. EXP is the last best business opportunity of many of our lives. It's the last best business opportunity. Now, I'm not saying it's the last business opportunity, but it's the last best business opportunity because you can not only make a lot more immediate income from your real estate transactions, not only can you frankly sell houses faster because of the very supportive, uh, essentially community and culture and technology that's behind the XP, but you're also gonna create generational wealth if you take a hard look at the revenue, program, revenue share program, not to mention the stock. So this is the last best business opportunity possibly for all of you listening, unless you're like 17 or 18 years old, then you have time on your hands. But if you're like, say, 35, well, probably 30 and older, good luck stumbling across another opportunity like this. You've already done the hard part, which is getting your real estate license. The easy part is joining eXp. There's no downside to joining eXp. If you get into it and you discover it's not for you, you can always change your mind. You can always go in a different direction, but you won't because all the benefits you're getting. Most agents only get benefits from selling houses. Let's say, for example, you're Listing, and you're at a flat fee broker, and you only pay $500 per transaction, but you don't get any revenue share. Well, I didn't even mention the health insurance that they have available to you. You don't have any opportunity at stock and companies like that. So you might be paying less per, uh, you know, only a fee per transaction at your current brokerage. You're also getting a lot less. You're getting nothing, right? I mean, what are you getting for that? You're getting no, real, usually nothing, basically. No support, nothing. At eXp, they're built around you. I'll tell you the other thing I really love about this company. Hmm, what? is that exp doesn't want to become a consumer brand Mm -hmm. and exp in everything that they do, it's very obvious because this company is owned by the agents. Right. Exp's the shares are given to agents in the form of stock awards and and whatnot. And a bulk of the shareholders, the biggest shareholders, are all real estate agents. All of us own shares of Exp. So when the company goes up, uh, you know the, the shares go up. There's you know forty thousand plus agents that are celebrating, and even more so. Exp is supposed to have over a hundred thousand agents at the end of this year. But EXP is truly in the business of servicing agents, and EXP wants you to be the brand. So I'll get calls, people interested in joining EXP, brokers, small teams, and they don't want to give up their brand. They yep. spend a lot of money on it. I sure. totally get it, right?
1: Years of investment.
0: Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. We were that way when we sold real estate. Yep. I totally understand. And, but the takeaway is EXP doesn't want to dominate your brand. Now your state laws prohibited. You know you'll have to. You're governed ultimately by your state laws with regards to prominence. But at the end of the day, you're the brand at Exp, not Exp. You get it?
1: Yeah, you don't have to give up your logo and your name and your colors. Even your, you know, you. It's have- not a
0: franchise. Yeah. yeah. And guys, for you to join eXp, the application fee is $149. That's it. That's your total expense to become an eXp agent, $149. I want you to think about that for a second. So for you to get all these benefits, it's $149. Julie, I was having a call yesterday with somebody, um, and he was using KV Core, and he was paying KV Core, I think it was $900 or $1,000 a month, and um He'd been paying it for years. Mm -hmm. And I explained to him at EXP, KV Core, the version of it that he had, was included in the $85 a month uh, fee that an EXP agent pays. So right there, just by joining EXP, he was going to say... And that's not the only... Roughly $900 a month. And his commission splits. Mm -hmm. So he was somebody, I think, if I remember correctly, he's going to sell like 160 houses, him and his team... And he has, I I don't remember all the numbers. I have it written down somewhere. But I do remember this. And this is another amazing thing. If you're a top producer at at EXP, for example, if you cap, And paying your 16 grand. If you sell an additional 20 houses or have a total GCI of 500 grand, it's either you qualify for the Icon program, which means, and I'm making I'm oversimplifying it, but the gist of it is, is you can get your cap back. So the 16 grand that you paid, you'll be awarded that back in the form of EXPI stock. Now there again, there's some things you have to requirements you have to meet, but that's the gist of it. So when I was talking to this agent yesterday, and he was trying to basically you know understand how the commissions would be beneficial at EXP and all that. He didn't realize that the Icon program meant that he would most likely, assuming he keeps selling and producing, qualify him for uh, expi stock to you know essentially um, uh, cover his cost of his cap. And, and when he put the other numbers to paper, the amount of money he had saved just purely off the commissions he was paying was extraordinary. Yeah. And every agent I've talked to basically is in similar situations. Yeah. And I'll tell you the ones that actually benefit the most are mm-hmm. the ones that are selling the most expensive real estate mm-hmm. because they're the ones that are always paying the most money. Sure. So they'll say, Tim, what are you talking about? I have a 93 or 94% split. Okay, what about that 6% royalty? Yeah, they
1: never count that. They don't.
0: Oddly enough, I know. So you're in a mid 80s split at best, and there's there's no cap, right? Okay, let's add up how much you paid last year and compare it to EXP. You would have paid sixteen grand here, and at your, you know, whatever company, you paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, most likely. And then when people start realizing ultimately the, how the value proposition that EXP offers, yeah. it really is a no brainer making that decision. Well, you
1: can't unsee the math once you've actually studied it. The whole thing—that's the—you
0: know? the, just touched on something. That's the thing when I'm talking to people that are like, say, just getting started understanding it the disbelief is actually what yes. slows them down I'd it's like they too. think they feel like oh my gosh how can this possibly be true how can this many agents be making this much money passively from yeah. revenue share like
1: what's the catch how
0: can this many agents rate being get re- awarding this much stock how can all this possibly be happening how is it possibly true I just read you Julie and I just read you an article that was analyzing the actual numbers. EXP is publicly traded. All their math is there. Oh, and this guy didn't talk about the profitability. Yeah. EXP unlike OpenDoor and unlike Zillow, I believe those companies are not making a profit. EXP makes an actual as to God profit. So Listen. If you want to be relevant going forward, you need to align with what you know. Obviously, Motley Fool is referring to as the Amazon of real estate. And it's just not. It's not just Motley Fool. It's a lot of other companies as well. Uh, a lot of other uh, essentially financial securities companies that are saying the same thing. So take this seriously. I'd love to talk with you about joining Julie and I. Yes, Julie and I would love to be your sponsor at EXP. Text us directly at 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. If you have someone Else, you're talking to about EXP and you've already made a commitment to them, then absolutely move forward and have them be your sponsor. But do not delay because the best days for EXP haven't even arrived yet. It's definitely, you know, this is going to be probably the most incredible run for all of you have take advantage of the opportunities at EXP. And like I said, last best business opportunity. But in order for you to get the benefit from it, don't delay. Don't say you're going to think about it. Don't say you're too busy. Don't say you're going to take a look at it and you're going to circle back in six months or a year. Do it today. Have that conversation today. If you guys need me for anything, it's 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. Have a fantastic day.
1: This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real
0: estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com.